Welcome to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. The crossroads where culture, lifestyle, and community meet. All hosted by the legendary New York radio TV personality and proud Harlem American, G. Keith Alexander. Thank you so much, Kiver. Hey, welcome to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. And uh, we are at the crossroads of culture, lifestyle, and community. And wherever you are in Harlem or Harlem, the Harlems of the world, I appreciate you for joining our neighborhood as we hang out together in Harlem, America. So today in the What's Hot Spotlight is Valerie Pettiford. Valerie Pettiford is an award-winning actor, dancer, singer, she earned a Tony nomination for Fosse and is a series regular on two hit television shows currently. One is A Discovery of Witches on AMC, BBC America as Emily Mather and The Family Business as Chippy Duncan on BET. So it is my distinct honor and pleasure with the power vested in me, which is close to nil, to say to my special guest, Welcome, Miss Valerie Pettiford. You're in the What's Hot Spotlight. Yes, thank you for that beautiful introduction. Hello, my dear. Hello, <laughs> audience. Yes, it is so nice to uh, to have you here. In fact, uh, you may not remember, but the last time we actually spoke, you came to one of my voiceover sessions to meet your sister, Tanya. You That's came to, right. You came to meet her there. Yeah. That that That's was a while, right. that was a while back, yeah. But you've done, you you've done a lot since then, though. I'm telling <laughs> you. I mean, I, I I mentioned you to some of the folks that uh, I was going to have you on the show, and some folks know you as uh, Big DD Thorne. Yes. Uh, and some folks know you as uh, Aunt. Uh, uh, Aunt Geneva. No, Aunt. Uh, oh, gee. Not on Geneva from Jump in the Broom? Yes, on Geneva. That's right. That's right. You, you did say Geneva, right? Okay, on Geneva. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so it, it is wonderful to have you. And you are, gee, I mean, you're on the family business uh, and uh, that show, incredible. And you got an incredible family, I'm telling you. <laughs> no, I love this family. I tell you, G. Keith, I tell you. You know, uh, beside the, the the guns and the drug running and all that other extraneous stuff, I love. I wish they were my family. I love that family. I love Ernie as my playing my husband and my six strapping kids. It's it's it truly a great family business. <laughs> I'm trying, and and Ernie Washington. I mean, uh, Ernie Hudson uh, has been one of my favorite actors ever since I first found him on the Congo. He did a movie called the Congo and he's been, he's been one of my favorite actors since then. But now, uh, you are playing Chippy Duncan and Chippy Duncan is, uh, she's, uh, forced to be reckoned with herself. Uh, yes, she is. She, she, she truly is the, the, the incredible woman behind the man. And it's not even behind the man, side by side, side by side. Uh, so, yeah, it's such a joy. I cannot tell you what it is to play this character. I mean, I've always wanted to play this type of character. And, you know, prior to things changing, which is great for, you know, people of color, in television and film to do more great leading roles and all kinds of roles and all kinds of genre. Um, I didn't think I would ever get a chance to play it. 
And so I'm so blessed that first and foremost, Carl Weber, Weber wrote this incredible uh, piece, uh, these great books, and that BET and BET Plus now, you know, put it on the air. For those folks who haven't had a chance yet to uh, to watch the family business, I certainly uh, encourage you to to binge watch this weekend. Uh, tell them the ones that that haven't watched a little bit about your particular character. Okay, so I played Chippy Duncan, uh, who is the matriarch of this incredible family. We own um, an exotic car dealership. Uh, we live to, you know, to realize the American dream. And then sometimes when you, you know, try to reach those goals, things go awry and trying to attain certain things and, and dealing with certain t- ways to get the, Ameri- you know, the American dream. Um, yeah, people come after us and we go into and get into some, you know, hot water and in and dealing with some drugs and guns and bad people come into our lives. And so we have to navigate all that. And but first and foremost, it's about family and it's about a strong family. It's about family sticking together. And I play Mama, Mama Chippy, who's head of it all. Don't mess with her kids. Do not mess with her family. Because <laughs> she wow. will shoot you. She will shoot. Oh yes! Oh yes! Oh yes! And and yeah. then so so now the discovery of witches, yes. uh, which is a sci-fi. Uh, how'd you get the the, the sci-fi show? Uh, well, you know, gosh, can't believe it's. Um, we started in 2017, mm-hmm. and so prior to 2017, it was you know a self tape. You know, they all you know the the production company is out of the UK. And they asked me to, you know, audition, put myself on self-tape. I knew I fell in love with the character when I read the sides. I didn't even read the script, read the sides. I had not read, read the books, which is the show is based on the very popular books, All Souls Trilogy. Mm-hmm. Had not read the books, so, but just fell in love with the sides, got the gig, and was like, once again, just like family business, I, I didn't think I would ever get a chance to play a witch or be in a sci-fi film and uh, TV series. And I have, the, I have the honor of doing this in A Discovery of Witches. And uh, yeah, it's, it's been a joy, an absolute joy. A very powerful witch, I might add. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Once again, don't mess with my family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but but, but, but in, in this particular character, you get a chance to play a lesbian witch. Yes, I'm a lesbian witch. Yes, it's fantastic because my partner is played by the incomparable Alex Kingston. Mm-hmm. And most people know her from, of course, ER, but of course from Doctor Who. And she's just the best person ever. Um, yeah. And so she plays basically like my wife on the show. And it's wonderful. It's just absolutely wonderful. But this is now this is the second role where you've played a lesbian. When you played, um, you were Cassandra and another uh project which, which show was that uh oh my god yeah now that then just escaped me i actually i did a movie, a movie um right. and uh yeah i've i've played you know and it, it the thing about it is it really is no difference love is love it's just that so happens she happens to be a woman you know what mm-hmm. i mean so yeah, yeah. uh yeah yeah i i don't it, it, it truly is no difference in playing you know, heterosexual or, or, you know, or just a a, a lesbian character. Not at all. 
Now, I've watched your some of your cabaret performances, and um, it's, it, it, you, are, you are a triple threat. I mean, you sing, you dance, you act. Uh, when did you get started? Um, well, my, if you had talked to my parents, they would have said I came out dancing. So they knew, uh, and I knew probably at the age of two, this is what I wanted to do, some really? type of show business, but definitely dancer first. I always consider myself a dancer first. And my dad put me in dancing school. My mom and dad put me in dancing school um, probably when I was about eight years old. You know, a lot of dancers start earlier than that, but I started at eight years old. And I first, first went to um, Gloria, Jans Gloria Jackson School of Dance in Queens, New York for about mm -hmm. two years. And then I saw the company of Bernie Johnson Performing Arts School, and I said, okay, okay, I have got to go there. And that changed everything for me. Uh, Bernice Johnson was a force to be reckoned with. Her dancers were extraordinary. Not saying the Gloria Jackson dancers were not, it's just there it was something about that school that I know I needed to be there um, because they all had great dancers that went on to do great things in both schools. Uh, but anyway, Bernice Johnson changed the face of, of you, you know, my, my view and my, she established, you know, what it was to be a great professional, to be prepared, to do everything, you know, not only dance, um, so help sew costumes, do lighting, do just be immersed in all of that. And, and all those tools still help me today in the rest of my career. Oh, that's great. I, I come from a, uh, I, I guess I come from a family of dancers. My son's mother, Sherelle Mesh uh, Alexander, was uh, a principal dancer in Alvin Ailey for about 11 years. And, and her mother was with uh, Dance Theater of Harlem before that. So I'm, I'm quite... Wait, wait, wait. Did this. you say Sherelle Mesh? Yes. You know we went to school together in Performing, uh, performing Arts High School. We were in the same class. No, I didn't know that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my God, can I gush for a little bit? Yeah, yes. Sherelle Mesh, if you're listening, oh my God, extraordinary. Well, first of all, my class in Performing Arts High School was, oh my God, the, the dancers in there, bar none, extremely talented. But Sherelle Mesh, I idolized her. I was like, I want to be like her. Even <laughs> as a freshman, she felt, I felt she was beyond everything. And oh my God, I just, I just thought she was just extraordinary. And she raised the bar for, I think for all of us, because we all wanted to be like her. Wow, that is so beautiful to hear. In fact, I'm going to make sure that our son hears this as well, because he missed a lot of her performances uh, growing up. And, yeah. But, but to know that someone of your stature uh, has uh, looked to his mother as being a brilliant performer, that's oh. great. Oh, her technique, her beauty. It was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was amazing to be in class with her. So, wow. Talk about a small world, huh? Small world. It certainly <laughs> is. So then when... Um, how did you get involved with uh, Fosse? I, I, I think it was like 15. You were 15 or 16 when you first uh, um, yeah, well, I was auditioned? Like, yeah, I was probably about, um, it all kind of happened so crazily. Um, I was your junior in performing arts high school, and I left to do the Wiz movie. 
And so that was when I was 16 going on 70, 17. And then once I finished that, then I auditioned for Bob, uh, all that jazz, the movie, all that jazz. And I was I too saw young. The movie. I love that movie. I know, right? It's fantastic. It was my first time auditioning for Bob Fosse. And yeah, I was just too young. I got down to the very end, but I wasn't ready. The girl I got it was perfection. Um, but then now jump a year later, um, I did audition for Bob Fosse's first national tour of dancing. And then uh, I got that. So that was um, my first working with the great Bob Fosse, which once again... Yeah. Another, another, you know, mentor that, you know, changed my career and changed my life. Well, the, the, the Fosse um, legacy is still uh, part of your uh, performing uh, credits. What are you doing with Fosse now? Yes. So um, Nicole Fosse, Bob Fosse and Gwen Burton's daughter, mm -hmm. um, is the head of this legacy, which is, you know, to keep intact his choreography, the integrity of his work. And I am one of the lead reconstructors that passes on his uh, works through master classes all over the world. And it has been a dream come true a dream come true to be able to do that, to pass the torch and give these kids that, you know, don't know Fosse or do know Fosse or want to know Fosse, you know, almost kind of, you know, secondhand, firsthand uh, uh, experience that, that I had with Mr. Fosse. So it's been, it's been a joy to teaching. When is your next masterclass for those who are listening, who might want to uh, get into your masterclass or should they go to the website or what? Yes, please go to the website, uh, burdenfosse.com. Um, there's a huge thing that's happening. I don't know if I can say it yet, but just go to the website. Um, it's happening in like the second week of March. It's going to be a huge extravaganza. I'm not only uh, I'm teaching, but they're all hosts of other teachers and guest speakers. Um, uh, so yeah, it's going to be incredible. So if you can go to the website, burdenfosse.com, and we will always list, you know, uh, when upcoming classes are, uh, you know, coming your way via, via Zoom, via virtually. Everything is virtual right now. <laughs> the world we live in right now. <laughs> oh, I mean, including dating is virtual. Everything is virtual. Everything now. is yeah. virtual. I don't know how people do that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, tell me, why is it that so many people remember you from being Big D.D. Thorne? What was it about that character that folks love? I don't know. It's just, for me, it's just the, the best writing, the best direction. Oh, my God. And they just let me do do what I do. Um, uh, she's just bigger than life and lovable and says what she feels and has no filter, but she does always come from a place of love. So I, uh, they balanced it very well. Um, I liken it to the character everybody's in love with right now uh, from uh, Schitt's Creek, played by, you know, the great uh, uh, Catherine. Um, uh, uh, it's, it's that type of character that you almost love to hate in a way. <laughs> wow. And then, you know, I, I told my uh, webmaster, Richard Lalite, that you were going to be on the show. And, and when he's the first thing he came out of his mouth was Big D.D. Thorne. I said, well, who? I said, what? <laughs> you know? oh. And so and then it was such a great show that only not only, you know, because it was comedy, but it did touch on um, 
uh, uh, things that, you know, that people who are in those situations as far as, you know, being uh, with a blended family, uh, half sisters, you know, the first family versus the second family. We did touch on things that, you know, people can, you know, have questions answered, delve into, um, uh, and a little bit up there, therapeutic uh, in, in a way, and of course, always through uh, humor. That that show offered it was an insight into that kind of life, and beautifully excellent. done. Excellent, excellent. Well, uh, we're uh, getting ready to go to a break right now, and I just want to remind people that I'm sitting here with the very talented Miss Valerie Petterford, and we'll be back with some more uh, discussion about her life and career. And uh, and 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 Valerie, when we come back, mm-hmm. uh, I would like to. Find out more about this story that I heard. It has to do with a a bat and a naked woman running down the hotel hallway. Oh, (laughs) oh, my God. What is that? We'll we'll find out more when we come back on What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. Harlem, Harlem, America. Harlem. Harlem is my town. Where Chase is advancing Black Pathways. Have you ever thought about hosting your own radio podcast to establish fame, fortune, and followers for your small business? People listen to them, they subscribe to them, and they love them. As a small black business owner, doesn't that sound like something you'd like to be a part of? Well, you can when you hire the radio podcast pros at Harlem America Digital Network. Imagine, you'll have a team of creative and technical professionals at your disposal and a one-hour weekly radio podcast to spread the word about your business. Making your business successful with its own media is not for the faint of heart, but it can happen with a Harlem America radio podcast talk show. Get a free consultation by emailing gkeithalexander at harlemamerica.com or call D. Daniels at 480-553-5741 today. You're listening to Harlem America, talking to the world from the heart and soul of New York. You're listening to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. To reach our show live today, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Also, you can send an email to Alexander at harlemamerica.com. Now, back to the show. Thank you so much uh, for joining us again. We're here with Valerie Petterford, and I just want to remind you that you can pick up What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Please subscribe and, and, and download. So as I was saying before we went to a break, I, I wanted to hear about this fabulous story about a bat and a naked woman running down the hotel hallway. Ah, at first I was like, did that happen to me? And I'm like, oh yeah, that happened. Okay. So what happened was, (laughs) what happened was, what happened was we are filming the movie Jumping the Broom and where we stayed at, we were actually, this was in, um, let me get, get it right. Nova Scotia, right? We were in Nova Scotia. Yes. We filmed a lot of it in Nova Scotia and we were staying at this beautiful kind of hotel bed and breakfast 
And outside of the property was this huge, beautiful tree that lived bats. Yeah, bats lived in this tree and they would gather at night. And I just remember going, oh my God, please don't let me ever see one. Don't let me, you know, come close or whatever. So we finished a filming that day. I go back to my room, turn off the lights, the TV is on. And all of a sudden I hear the spluttering come from the, from the foot of my bed over my head. And I'm like, oh my God. And I just, for the audience that, you know, I kind of sleep in my birthday suit. So, <laughs> and so I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I'm just like freaking out because it's a bat, y'all. It is a bat. And so I run naked to the bathroom. <laughs> And, you know, kind of screaming, like, oh, my God, how am I going to get out? How am I, I got to get out of the room, got to get out of the room. It was a small room, too. So it was, you know, it's easy to get to the doors. But I ran mm -hmm. into the bathroom first, found a, a towel, and they weren't that big. So I kind of wrapped that around me and just tried to figure out how I was going to get out the front door without the bat attacking me. <laughs> and I finally got out the door without the bat attacking me, running down the hallway saying, there's a bat in my room, there's a bat in my room. <laughs> little tiny towel around me of course people were laughing at me and like oh my god the bat eventually got out of the room but yeah that's my bat running down the hall kind of naked story <laughs> wow well that's incredible okay so um <laughs> what have you given up in order to become who you are today what have you had to sacrifice Oh, what have I had? That's a, such a good question, G. Keith. Um, probably relationships. Love explain relationships. And, explain and clarify, please. <laughs> explain and clar clarify. Um, you know, to be in this business sometime for me, being in this business is a, became, you know, like tunnel vision. So focused on achieving certain goals. And when you do that, sometimes you have to be very, very selfish. So sometimes it's very hard to find a partner that is willing to, you know, mm, sometimes take a back seat, a side seat, uh, because the career is, can be so demanding, you know, uh, longevity is, can be so demanding. It's, it's hard, it's hard, and it's hard on one's relationship. And so I think out of everything, that's the one thing that I did sacrifice. Um, if I had to do it all over again, um, I probably wouldn't change much because I do love what I do. Um, it's who I am. It's part of who I am. Um, I've had great people in my life. My ex-husband is still one of my dearest friends. Um, so I lucked out. But yeah, and then also having kids. And it's not that way for everybody. I, I applaud anybody that can balance this career with family and kids. It's just that I wasn't, I don't think I was very good at it. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, that happens to quite a few people, uh, not just in entertainment, uh, because some people are so career focused that they, you know, they don't 
give enough attention, affection, and appreciation to their their spouse because they're right. so career focused. Uh, but certainly in entertainment, it happens a lot because of you know you're being on on sets for 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 months and traveling and and uh, and doing various uh, 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 things that that sort of keep the business going, you know, you got to keep, you know, you got to keep your career going. So I certainly understand that. So uh, your first job, Mm. what challenge uh, or did, did you already tell me what your first job was or, or you Um, did? Yeah. Which was uh, the, my first big professional job was the Wiz movie. Was the Wiz movie. Okay. So, and in the Wiz, what did you play? I was one of the dancers. I was one of the dancers, uh, kind of one of the, let's say principal dancers, but yeah, I was one of the dancers that was, you know, in uh, most of the dance numbers. Really? Wow. The movie, yes. And so you had to be about, what, 17, 18 or? Uh... Um, actually, it was like 16 going on 17 because I, really? I had to leave high school to do it. Wow. So you have been performing in all of your uh, Basically, all of your life, then. Yep, I sure have. I looked at IMDb, and uh, you've got like seventy-seven credits, uh, uh, and 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 I was like, wow, you know, I've only got four, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> and, and 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 so I'm really really impressed. Um, uh, what do you have coming up in the in the future? Uh, what do I have coming up? Uh, let's see. Um, we are right now, as we speak, um, filming season three of uh, The Family Business. Yay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Discovery Witches. Uh, season two is uh, out as we speak now. Um, also, just to so put everybody know, not only is it on AMC Plus, but it's on Sundance now as well as Shudder. And they're going, instead of um, putting it all 10 episodes out, they're going week by week. So we're up to, um, and it comes out every, a new episode comes out every Saturday. So um, I think this Saturday will be episode six. Um, which I'm really excited about. Um, I appeared uh, back on the blacklist, which was great. I just did an episode. One of my favorite shows. One of my favorite. Oh shows. my! God. I love them. I love them. Uh, so that episode's coming out um, on this. Uh, my episode comes out on uh, the 26th. So episode eight of the blacklist. And you know, right now, besides finishing, you know, uh, season three of uh, um, the family business, I'm auditioning auditioning still auditioning getting trying to get that next gig that's what we I, do i understand <laughs> that i understand that uh as far as the blacklist is concerned i i, I was with harry lennox maybe about uh, well before the pandemic uh we went to uh, a reading and uh, he was one of the the actors uh, at, at the reading and uh let me ask you a question have, mm-hmm. have you uh, on uh, having worked on the the uh, project, uh, have you ever gone out for drinks with uh, uh, Red? Well, with uh, 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 Spader. Yeah, yeah. No, oh my God, no! I, every time I would work on the show because I have my character hasn't been back for five years. So right, five, you, you play the wife of 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 Harry. Uh, Harry uh, yeah, Harold. Yeah. 
Uh, And so I never got a chance to, to work with him. I never, I only met him once and we were in passing and I was such a geek. I was like geeking out because I'm like a real huge fan of his. Yes. And he spoke so nicely. He says, Oh, it's welcome to the show. And he was just so nice to me. And I would give anything to be in it like just just one scene with him even just do a like drive-by just like ah, he, is, he, is, he is such a great actor his character is so uh the guy is relentless he is uh you know he, he has no morals you know, know he's delicious he's yes delicious. <laughs> he really is and uh yeah so unfortunately no i have not had drinks with him now harry I've, we've had drinks together that's my boy mm-hmm. i love uh, me some harry yeah you know, he's that, played husband and wife before in stomp uh-huh. oh, oh really mm-hmm. oh, i didn't know that oh okay yeah. or oh, maybe I, I didn't remember uh yeah harry uh he's in in, in person you know he, he's such a a great statuesque guy, you know, looks great. And and when he plays a uh, Harold, you know, he, he puts that, that pout on his face and, uh, <laughs> you know, and he's like a little perturbed because he doesn't quite always know what to do because of red, you know, yeah. and uh, it's, it's just a great show. I no, really, yeah, they're there. I, I just, I'm so lucky. I would truly work with some of the best people in the business, you know, uh, in front of the camera and behind the camera every show. I mean, that's one thing I, you know, I ask God for not only, you know, if I can hopefully keep worse working and be blessed. And, but what I really ask for is to have incredible people to work with and just nice and warm and respectful. And he truly has given me that because every cast so far I've worked with has been extraordinary. That, that that is great. So, what is it you ultimately want to achieve as a dancer, actor, singer? Um, uh, what I'm always constantly striving for is just to get better, just be better, just keep growing as an actress. You know, never stop growing, never stop learning reaching plateaus is just as uh, the consummate uh, ultimate performer. Just, just, yeah, just keep going and just, you know, keep stretching my muscles and being able to uh, allow to do that with, and that become, and that comes from getting and hopefully getting those particular roles that will stretch my muscles that are, I might be afraid of and um, getting those opportunities to, you know, continually work with great people, warm human beings and with great projects Mm. and just, just keep it, you know, diverse and versatility. And yeah, that's, that's what, you know, and then continue to make money and make a living (laughs) 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 and buy a couple of nice things. You know what I mean? And and people along the way, you know, I understand that. Uh, I had uh, Darren Henson on the show a few weeks back. Uh, and of course, he plays uh, one of your sons. Uh, he spoke very highly of you. Uh, uh, what's it like working with Darren? Oh my God! Once again, I'm geeking out most of the time because you know I'm, I've been fans of of his and Ernie and oh my God, everybody else on the show. And so um, I, this is my now my second time working with Darren. We did also did um, 
Stomp the Yard together. Mm. Now in Stomp the Yard, we, our paths never crossed because we just weren't in the same scenes together. Mm -hmm. But I got a chance to watch him um, do his thing. And so at least I was kind of up close and somewhat personal in Stomp the Yard. But now let's go to Family Business where he's playing my son. Um, it's been a joy. He's just so wonderful and delicious and, you know, uh, the ultimate, you know, professional. Um, I absolutely adore him. I have nothing bad to say. <laughs> He's great. The house, the beautiful house that we see the exterior of. Uh, and uh, are, are you guys actually working in the interior of that house or is it just the exterior of, of that house? Uh, just the, just the exterior. We yeah we various houses make up the Duncan house, uh, but yeah yeah it's it's other other places or even a set sometimes depending on what scene they want to uh, pick. Well, that is a, a what, what, do you know where that house is located by any chance? Is it uh, Beverly Hills? Is it uh, no no it's uh, over this on the Valley side. Oh, it's on the Valley side. It's beautiful, yeah. beautiful exterior, and then you got the Bentleys. Okay, yes. uh, uh, you know, looks you, you guys are really a class act. <laughs> you know, you really <laughs> love it. We have so much money. <laughs> yes, you do. You do. You do. So yeah. for season number three, uh, what can we expect? The stakes are higher, kids. The people are coming for us. It's like we just want to be left alone. I mean, in, in, basically, in like season one, you know, uh, Chippy and LC want to retire. They keep pulling us back in. Yeah. Uh, and, and Darren's character was supposed to take over, but mm. we cannot. They just won't allow us to. So once again, season three, the stakes are even higher. The, we're introducing a lot of other new ca delicious characters that are just making it difficult for the family business to, you know, just have a, a good old lucky life. You know what I mean? So uh, that's what's going to bring more drama. You know, blood will be shed. So you got to stay tuned. You got to be stay tuned. And, and uh, I must say you, your daughter, Paris, she is unbelievable. <laughs> She's a hot mess. She is. <laughs> and I think I think why our characters bump heads because um, Paris and Chippy are so much alike. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And then speaking of Paris, of course, the beautiful actress Javicia, who plays her, is playing Batwoman on the CW. She's Batwoman. She is Batwoman, you guys, and she is amazing. She is amazing. She's still part of our family. Uh -huh, uh -huh, so uh -huh. part of our family, but she is starring. She is playing Batwoman, and I'm so proud of her. I mean, she's just, it's just everybody on that show is extraordinary, um, and they all will go out and do great things. And Javicia, you know, she did God friended me that TV series. And right, that's all that. She's playing. She's playing Batwoman, and. I couldn't be more proud of her. Couldn't That's fantastic. Uh, now I'm going to have to start watching Bad Woman now. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Please support her because she's yes. amazing. The in, fact, in fact, you may have to help me get Bad Woman on the show. Ah, I think I might. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's just, she's lovely. Her, her family is lovely. She's, yeah, mm. she comes from good stock. So, yeah, it's a that joy. Is, Absolute joy for her. That is great. So, um, you mentioned uh, that 
all you want to do is continue to get better and better and better. But uh, have you got any projects that you've written that you would like to maybe bring to the the, the screen? Actually, I do have uh, one particular project, a dear friend of mine, Robert Hensley, uh, who's a makeup artist, director, producer, extraordinaire, dear friend of mine. Mm-hmm. I gave him an uh, idea for a particular project and he just brilliantly wrote it. Um, and so we did bring it to my manager and he actually really loved it. And thing, things started to happen, life gets in the way and I kind of put it back on the shelf. And of course, then the pandemic hit. So maybe I want to revisit that because it'd be a great television show. Uh, we wrote it with me in mind playing the lead, but it doesn't have to be. I know a few actresses I would love to be able to do this particular role. And I think they'd get a big kick out of it to do it. Um, but we'll see, we'll see. So thank you for reminding me of that. Kind of put it on the back burner. You're the best, G. Key. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, thank you, <laughs> thank you very much for uh, uh, making that uh, uh, announcement to the world. Yes, uh, he's the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we we're going to go to another break right now. We've got about thirty seconds before we go to another break. But I just want to okay. remind people that wherever they are in Harlem or the Harlem's of the world. Uh, Thank you so very much for listening to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. And uh, we're here with the wonderful, uh, talented uh, Valerie. You know, I, I, I started to start saying that you're, you're Tony and you're Grammy and all that <laughs> stuff. But, uh, yes, she, she's got all of that. And, and, Valerie, thank you so much for doing this. We'll be right back. The home of Glasso Smart Water is Harlem America. Have you ever thought about hosting your own radio podcast to establish fame, fortune, and followers for your small business? People listen to them, they subscribe to them, and they love them. As a small black business owner, doesn't that sound like something that you'd like to be a part of? Well, you can when you hire the radio podcast pros at Harlem America Digital Network. Imagine, you'll have a team of creative and technical professionals at your disposal and a one-hour weekly radio podcast to spread the word about your business. Making your business successful with its own media is not for the faint at heart, but it can happen with a Harlem America radio podcast talk show. Get a free consultation by emailing gkeithalexander at harlemamerica.com or call D. Daniels at 480-553-5741 today. You're listening to Harlem America. I love it a lot. For entertainment. Check it out, check it out. Empowerment and health and wellness. Harlem America. You're listening to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. To reach our show live today, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Also, you can send an email to gkeithalexander at harlemamerica.com. Now, back to the show. Thank you for uh, rejoining us. We're here with Valerie Pettiford, and I was just getting ready to list before we went to a break all of her nominations and awards, but who can do that better than me? 
Miss Valerie Pettiford. So Valerie, uh, and I know you're you're humble and everything, and and you know, and and you you, you don't want to brag or anything like that, but uh, think of it in terms of there's so many wonderful dancers, singers, and actors out there who would love to be in your position and would love to to be inspired by you and to know what the 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 rewards are at 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 the end of the rainbow. So please tell us. What awards, what nominations, what have you been cited for, please? <laughs> well, uh, for me, you know, starting off as a dancer and in theater, there's nothing like getting, which I did get a Tony nomination for Fosse. Uh, uh, and also that what came along with that is a Grammy nomination because our album was uh, nominated for a Grammy. And so that was my Grammy nomination. Um, I also have the incredible pleasure of getting three nominations for the uh, NWC Image Awards for my character for Half and Half, Dee Dee LaFontaine. Mm -hmm. um, I also got uh, an Image Award for theater playing Queenie in The Wild Party. Um, I've gotten a few awards uh, for uh, Julie in Showboat um, that was in the touring company. And Jess, I also was nominated uh, for a Bistro Award, so for my one-woman show back in the day. And mm -hmm. yeah, so it's been it's been good. It's been it's been lovely to be recognized, you know, by your peers and by uh, a nominated committee, thinking that your work is, you know, solid. I ain't mad. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned your one-woman show. Tell us about how that came about, and 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 what do you talk about? What do you uh, have featured in the show? Uh, well, how I all got started um, is uh, actually my dear friend, David Galligan, uh, who was used to be a director and producer of all the APLA shows out here in LA, uh, benefiting uh, AIDS projects and all kinds of wonderful things. And you get a whole host of celebrities together to perform. Um, he said to me, Valerie, Tippi Hedren, if anybody knows who Tippi Hedren is, I will name drop the mm -hmm. uh, birds and Alfred Hitchcock and such. Billy mm -hmm. Griffith's mom. Uh, anyway, she was uh, has this Shambhala uh, 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 organization that helps, you know, wildlife. And she was looking for someone to perform as a fundraiser out in um, Vegas. And he said, Valerie, why don't you do a one woman show? I'm like, I don't know what to do. And he says, I'll help you. Um, and so we put together just a list of music that influenced me. And I just knew it was going to be joyous. I didn't really say much, but it was just a journey of about great music, great songs and great influences of those songs in my life. And that's how I got did my first show. And from then on, I developed a huge show about my life, my journey as a dancer, and once again, uh, who influenced me. And I think that is a running theme throughout all of my shows up until now. Who influenced me uh, in my life, in my career, musically, spiritually, uh, my family, my friends, and it's always about celebrating life. It's always about celebrating life. So that 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 is what I think I'll stick to because it just brings me so much joy uh, to, you know, to celebrate, you know, the people in my life and where I've come to. And the name of it is what? 
Um, it, it, uh, it, it all depends. It, it's just usually a Valerie, uh, Valerie Petty Ford celebration of life. That's usually what I do. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So have you recorded any albums? I did. I have two. Tell us about them. One is Hear My Soul, which is, once again, all the songs actually from my uh, first one-woman show. Uh, uh, yeah, and it's a compilation of just great popular songs of the day, more of like your American songbook, uh, jazz, a little musical theater. And then the second one is something I'm really proud of. My ex-husband and I uh, wanted to do... Um, a, a collection of songs of original lullabies. Mm. And he just thought my voice was well suited for that. And I, it's all original music by two writing teams, Ron Abel and his, Ch his partner, Chuck Steffen, Michael Orland and uh, his writing partner at the time, Jamie Wooten. Jamie Wooten was one of the producers for Half and Half. Uh, Michael Orlan went on to do all of the American Idols. He's the musical director for that. Oh, okay. Uh, and Ron Abel is my musical director extraordinaire, and his writing partner and life partner is Chuck Steffen. And so they wrote, each wrote uh, like four or five songs a piece, and then they switched partners and wrote songs. <laughs> uh, really? Partners. And it's beautiful. And it's called uh, uh, Velvet Sky. Velvet Sky. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, you, you, you have a, a wonderful sister who uh, she's, 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 she's wonderful. She took a couple of my voiceover uh, series uh, uh, and uh, her name is Atanya. And she always spoke very highly of you. And uh, she teaches over at uh, Barbizon, uh, yes. teaches, acting and modeling and things like that. Uh, how was it growing up together, the two of you? You, you grew up in Queens. Yes. Uh, what was it like? Everything, 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 every. I love my sister more than life itself. I am who I am because of my sister. My sister is, as you hate me saying this, but she's three years older than I am. That's yes. important because you know, growing up, you and some sisters wouldn't like their little sister hanging around. Not my sister. My sister took me everywhere. My sister, I don't want to get emotional because she really is my life. She took me everywhere with her. She encouraged me. She pushed me. I mean, I was always working at a young age, but she's the one that got me and said, Val, you need an agent. She got me an agent. I never forget when I was... Um, interviewing for agents um one particular agent said to me he said let me tell you something you need to be more like your sister and when he said that i knew exactly what he was talking about there is a spirit my sister has and um a connectedness and it was just beautiful so she's my hero she's everything to me and so growing up with her is was a joy and it's still a joy. She is my best friend and she's my champion and I'm hers and she's my idol. And yeah, I love her. <laughs> I love her so much. I'm so can, lucky. I'm I so lucky. I can tell you do. Uh, she is wonderful. And I hope she's listening. I, I hope she heard this, uh, you know, uh, to have you say so many or so 
So, so many wonderful things about her. Uh, so, all right, we're winding down. Uh, we've got uh, a, a few more minutes, and I'm, I'm still curious about uh, Valerie Pettiford. Uh, so are you an animal lover? You yes. Know, we've got people out there who have cats and dogs, and, and they have a certain fondness for other people who, who enjoy animals. <laughs> yes, I love animals. Um, I've always, and this is my sister and I were kids, and my family, we always had dogs. We always had dogs. Um, and a couple of turtles going through uh, in the early days. And I mean, sister had a cat. Um, but yeah, we, we've always been uh, animal friendly. And even later on in my life, I've always had dogs. Unfortunately, um, I, and I would love to have a dog now, but I just, I just travel too much. And I, you know, um, for me, um, yeah, it's just, you know, to me, it's just not fair. But also because I like big dogs. I like dogs that are big enough that can knock you down when you come to the <laughs> So they're not, they're not that easy to travel with, you know? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I guess. Anything against little dogs, but I just like, I like big dogs. I, I, I guess it would be hard to uh, travel with a Great Dane or uh, a German <laughs> Shepherd or, or right? something like that. Rock yeah. wild or something. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, all right. So let's see, what else can we, uh, inform your public about? Um, you're working tomorrow. What show are you working on tomorrow? Uh, the family business, the family business. You already yeah. know it. You already know it. You already got your sides and everything for that. Already got my lines. Thank God. Yeah. Um, actually I go, we go, we're in the bubble, which is great because, you know, we're dealing with the pandemic mm -hmm. and whatever the family business is doing is doing it right. We are so we're tested every other day. Everybody wears their mask. It's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. And I mean, knock on some wood that there have been no cases of COVID at all. So yeah. thank you. Praise God. Tridestin, BT, everybody, uh, uh, all the powers that be. Um, so yeah, so I go in the bubble tomorrow. <laughs> go in the bubble tomorrow. That sounds so. That sounds so funny. Going into the bubble. <laughs> uh, so, uh, some of your favorite uh, shows on TV Ooh, now to watch. Yes. Oh my God! I got a few. Okay, Bridgerton, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Queen's Gambit. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Sylvie's Love. Oh my God. Um, uh, 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 was it Witchcraft County? Um, wow. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, oh, oh. And anybody want to see an incredible film? Um, the White Tiger. It's on Netflix. The White brilliant. Tiger. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, East Indian. Uh, uh, family and and people, it's it's amazing. Um, I'm so sorry, I though because I, I don't want to pronounce your name wrong. I just know that <laughs> I hate saying this. It's one of the Jonas Brothers' wife. She's also in it. Mm -hmm. um, I cannot pronounce her name right right now, but she's extraordinary. Oh my God! There's so many great things on television to watch. Sylvie's love. Tessa Thompson and the guy from Bridgerton is also in there. I mean, it's just, it's just beautiful. So um, are, are, One Night in Miami, Regina King, my, my, my friend, Leslie Odom Jr. playing Sam Cooke, that cast, extraordinary. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, all right, so who would you like to work with now? 
uh, all the above. I want to. <laughs> I want to work so desperately with Denzel, Morgan Friedman, um, the entire cast of Black Panther, uh, the entire cast of Schitt's Creek, mm-hmm. um, Judah Dench, uh, mm-hmm. Alfre Woodard. Um, I was going to say Cecily Tyson, but she's now long, long with us. I cannot believe James yeah. Earl Jones. Um, uh, I've already worked with the great Angela Bassett, so I'm okay. I'm good. Carrie right. Washington, <laughs> Regina King. Oh my God, Hugh Grant, Nicole Kidman. Uh, uh, who else? There's so many. <laughs> you, you, I'm, you know, I'm I'm surprised that you can, you know, just right off the tip of your tongue, you can list them all just like that. That's oh incredible. Wow. Yeah, it's it's just it's so many. It's so many. Well. We've got about three minutes left, and uh, I want to tell you that I, I I have looked forward to this uh, day, and I didn't I, I didn't quite know how to reach you until it dawned on me the other day. I said, "Well, wait a minute, I've got a Tanya's phone number. Let me reach out to Tanya and see if I can get <laughs> Valerie." Uh, but it, I'm so glad that you uh, you know because you have many options. You could have done you know, a myriad of things today, but you chose to allow me the pleasure of, of having you on. And I really appreciate that. Uh, consider it a favor that I owe you. Okay? Uh, the pleasure is all mine, honey. Thank you so much. I've been a huge fan of yours since back in the day. So, <laughs> so honored, so honored. The best voice uh, on radio, the best voice. Um, oh, that's so nice yeah. of you to say. Wow. Uh, it's true. Uh, but so thank you. So thank you so much for having me. It's, it's been an absolute pleasure. Well, the pleasure is all mine. And those of, uh, uh, those guests of ours here at what's hot Harlem America with G Keith Alexander, they get their own podcast page. So you're going to have your own podcast page. So for those who, who will go to your page to listen to this particular show, we'll get a chance to see some of your, um, uh, I guess photographs, but not just your photographs, but get to see the trailers from your various uh, TV shows as well. And, uh, and if you have anything else you'd like to put on your page, uh, product, service, if you're selling uh, Valerie Pettifer t-shirts, wh- whatever it is, you know, <laughs> you, you just let us know because what we do here at Harlem America, we try to support uh, our small businesses and of which actors and actors uh, have their own small business and uh, we do brand support. So it's my pleasure. I just want to say thank you once again. And to my audience, have a great day and a better one tomorrow. Don't judge your brother or sister too harshly until you walk the mile in his or her shoes. And, and remember, life is tough but you're tougher. I'm G. Keith Alexander. Thank you. See you next week. Next Friday, we'll have the legendary Miss Dion Warwick. See you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. We'll be back next Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. in New York on the Voice America Variety Channel and the Harlem America Digital Network. Thank you for listening.